Hi, everyone. Welcome to this episode of Bcast, Bostrom's podcast about conversations about the crazy world of association management that we have chosen as a career path. I am very excited to have Tina Waymeyer here today, CEO of AMCI, which is the AMC Institute, which we'll talk more about later. Welcome, Tina. Thank you so much, Jean. Pleasure to be here. Great. Well, we're just going to dive right in to the fun questions that we have for Tina today. Um, first, I always like to start these conversations with how your career came to be in association management and at AMC Institute, because everyone has a different path. So tell us just a little bit about how you got to where you are today. Well, I started my career on the hotel side of business, and I used to solicit to the association market and a little bit to the AMC market, though like most, I didn't really know what the AMC market was mm-hmm. back in that day. Right. And from there, however, I, I did through the course of my career on that side meet a lot of association executives. I met an owner of an AMC who ultimately asked me to come work for him and I went to work for that AMC for six years. I opened a satellite office for them in Virginia. They had they were headquartered right outside of New Jersey. So I really and in that role I was on the executive team. I did I oversaw the meetings and exhibit division. I oversaw uh, business development and I opened and oversaw and staffed the uh, office in Virginia. Oh wow, that's a lot. It was a lot. So I really learned it. Uh, the AMC world literally working in it and yeah. doing the pitches and building the business and managing the staff and hiring the teams from the executive director to then their team to support the clients that were coming in to the Virginia office. Yeah. I, so, I always felt like it, it helped me to just manage a group early on just so I could know, understand what I was selling on the business development side. Absolutely. And I did, that was, I also wore that hat. I was the executive director of the Women's Jewelry Association. How appropriate for me. Love that. <laughs> and where are they now? <laughs> I don't know where they are. Um, need to come to an They were in New York though. That's where they were. And oh, wow. So that's why the, the New Jersey uh, AMC was managing them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I really learned it from all aspects. And I did a lot of interim ED roles when we would bring in clients until we placed them a full-time executive yeah. director. So, yes. Kind of that interim and onboarding role. That's yeah, critical. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, for sure. So then, um, then when this same AMC took over the management of AMC Institute, I had since left and gone to work for a standalone association. And uh, he he came to me and said, I think I have a job that would be perfect for you. <laughs> and I ended up taking on the role of the Institute. And yeah. And I, I can say as a, a past chair of the Institute that it it was and is the perfect role for you. We have just thrived under your leadership. So. I really loved it. I yeah. enjoyed it very much. Yeah. it's It's been quite a, an impressive journey. Um so I'm going to assume that people know what an AMC, AMC is that's listening to this podcast, but um, that's probably a wrong assumption. Um, you know, they might have gotten to Boston to the podcast in a different way from the association side. But, um, you know, how well known are AMCs really out there in the market? Well, as someone who travels a lot and waves the flag all the time, all over the world, actually, and in every area that I go to, I'm always amazed by 
how few really know what an AMC is. And the further you get out of the Chicago or the DC area, the less they know what one is. Mm -hmm. um, and because I'm forever explaining what the trade association is that I run, I'm forever explaining who we are and what we do. Um, I will say I think we're far better known as a model and an industry segment than we were 10 years ago. Definitely. It, it's, it's amazing to me now, the difference. Um, but do we have still a far way to go as far as a web building awareness? There's still a lot of people who, mm -hmm. who don't know who we are and what we do. And new people coming into the association market every day. So really? that's growing too. And, and those new faces have no idea what an AMC is. And I, I, I always think it's simple. It's professional services for purpose-driven groups. But, you know, would your family know what an AMC is if I asked them? <laughs> No, they wouldn't. They would think they do, but they wouldn't be able to articulate it at all. Yeah. I mean, I always tell the story of, of being about five years ago at a holiday party at my parents' house, and the, all of my parents' neighbors were over, and, and my mom's neighbor's talking to her, and she goes, I hear her say, so what does Tina do? And my mom looks across the room at me, and she goes, she doesn't answer to the neighbor. She goes, Tina, you tell her what you do. <laughs> Couldn't even do it, yeah. My family always says marketing, something to do with marketing. That's it. They, they don't even get the nonprofit or the association side. It's just, I don't know. Yeah. So, that's, I mean, and that's been a long problem at AMCs and really getting the word out. Well, you know, for so long we were we were our own worst enemy. And, and I say this all the time. We, we told associations we would come in and we would be them and they would never know we were there. And I, that has come back to haunt us over and yes. over because we yes. did that so well and we still do it so well that most people don't know we're there and we're actually yeah. AMCs running these associations. They think it's a standalone association. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. That, that, that positioning we did take and even our employees sometimes get a little confused. Oh. They are so passionate about the work that they do, the association clients that they they forget who's on that paycheck there. Yeah, summertime. Can we teach on that? <laughs> yeah. That's part of the education, the whole badge program, right? Um, but I do believe we are in, AMCs are in a great position of growth in the industry right now. Definitely. For, for you know, a variety of reasons. But what is the recent data that AMCI has collected that kind of talks to that? Well, we've over the past few years, hired um, a research, uh, a doctor, Dr. James Gaskin with Brigham Young University, who's done some, some really amazing research for us. Um, and all this research that he's done, and there's been about three different segments of this research. And every single time when he scrapes new data and, mm -hmm. and does this, this in-depth research about us, it unequivocally every single time says that associations managed by an AMC grow faster than associations that stand alone. Every single time, that's a proof point. And it's a powerful proof point. Yeah. And I think we're seeing that message get out. And to your point, I think it's exploding right now between, between COVID that hit us hard and then people, associations were looking for help mm -hmm. and solutions and they heard about us to now, and this was already happening before COVID, but I think it's accelerated, is this whole thing about the retiring CEOs. And now boards are looking, I mean, 
the institute's phone does ring quite frequently with associations wanting to know, you know, oh, Tina, can you speak to our board about the model, about what That's it awesome. is, who it is. And that wasn't happening before. Yeah, yeah, that is great. That is great. Just building that awareness that associations And, and our members, exist. I mean, everyone that I talk to, they're like, we're, we're, we're exploding. Yeah. We're exploding. Yeah. We're, 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 we've got so much business. Yeah, absolutely. We, we're right there with that. That's the cry. Which yes. is the good cry. Yes, it is. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, what advice can you, there's a lot of startup ANCs too that are kind of realizing that, oh, I am a multi-client kind of association management firm. You know, what advice can you give them about growing their business? Well, not to put a shameless plug in, but they, they should join the institute. Yeah. I mean, yeah. everything is available to them from, from peer to peer, you know, learning mm -hmm. with the best thought leaders out there that run associations and have grown them. Uh, I, the first thing I would say is become accredited. Become accredited yes. yeah. immediately. A lot of them think that they're little, they're small, they're not ready. Mm -hmm. And honestly, the best time to become accredited is when you're smaller. It's easier. It's easier to do it then. Yeah. And attend the education sessions that the Institute puts on because it, that's really all we do is mm -hmm. we educate on how to run your AMC, mm -hmm. how to grow it, the nuances around it. And it's powerful education. And yeah. we have a lot of... Uh, smaller AMCs that have come in and they've used all of those things I've just said and they have grown yeah. dramatically over the five years. Yeah, it, it is amazing. I, I It seems like I meet new members all the time. Um, the conferences, we get so much out of those. Whether you're big or small doesn't matter. or a mid-sized AMC, I mean, we really do get a lot a lot from that. That's helped us grow our business. So the education is just so laser focused on what and yeah. AMC does. Yeah. And you can't get that education. And it's not association management. No. You know, no. it's it's multi-client support and project management and technology platforms and split loyalty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Split loyalty. Shrinking, different models. Expanding. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's all about all of it. And, and there yeah. is a, I say this all the time when people ask me about an AMC, there's always people interested in becoming an AMC, opening an AMC. And like it's it's a very very nuanced business that you must understand how to yeah how to do it how to grow it how to be successful with it yeah yeah that's the accreditation because that's really where you learn what it takes absolutely to keep the standards up and to really deliver good service which is going to grow the pot for everybody so absolutely that's great and associations look for accredited firms when they are looking yeah that's proven well I'm curious you know. What do you tell associations when they contact AMCI, yeah, you know, about the model or, you know, I'm just curious what, what questions they ask. Well, it, it really depends on how little or much they know about an AMC to start with. Most of them come at to the Institute knowing only a small amount. They've heard there's a there's this AMC model. They don't know exactly what it does, how they work with it, what it means. So there's a lot of questions right off about, you know, what about our current staff? What happens to those people? How did, can uh -huh. we bring them? Can we, do we have to get rid of everybody? If we get rid of everybody, how does the EMC know our industry and know what we do? Mm -hmm. um, those are those are almost always immediately, I mean, I start with a little simple slideshow with them, kind of as the EMC world turns, and yeah. then I... 
I just open it up for really entry level questions because they usually have them that that sparks you know we talk a little bit about the model and how it's managed volume purchasing power things like that um, things that make it you know a good business efficient model for them yeah. and then they start asking the questions about really how it works and how they work with it and and most boards are very attached to some of their staff even if their CEO is retiring which is usually why they're reaching out mm-hmm. um, but they have attachments to staff and team and they yeah. want to know what happens and how do they handle that and what yeah so those are those are always the first questions so you just kind of walk them through the concerns mm-hmm. and really you know how flexible the model is mm-hmm. and, and, and what how, they can expect and how different that is now than it used to be yeah the flexibility in the model is dramatically different yes. than when I came to AMC 11 years ago yeah yeah it has changed a lot a lot more outsourcing options um, we have a COO model down, which is the, an external CEO, and we do everything else. And um, yeah, that's. I, I just think you need that agility today. You do, and I think that's why we're also seeing a lot of growth. I think the AMCs mm-hmm. realize they have to be agile, and they have to really morph and change to meet the various demands out there the associations are putting in front of them, and they have. Yeah, yeah. And so that's also, you know, yeah. the growth through the ceiling. That's great. So we have come to our rapid fire Q and A. Oh, and which fire Q and A? I did not give these questions to Tina. She's going to be a little surprised, but that's okay. It's rapid fire. Just the first thing that comes to your mind. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, here we go. Be more ready. <laughs> I promise you wine after this. So okay. What is your current state of mind? Positive. What do you most value in the AMC members you support? Their business savviness. What characteristic makes you well-suited for working with associations? Flexibility. (laughs) Which talent would you most like to have? What I'd like to have? Uh, I'd like to be a little bit... Mm better at uh, automation and technology. Do you want to be a software engineer? No, not really. I just like Prompt to engineer. I just like to look, know, know a little bit more that I know enough to be dangerous. Yes, I like to know go. a little bit more than just dangerous. <laughs> what is your favorite word? Excellent. Who is your favorite member at AMC Institute? <laughs> my entire team. My favorite <laughs> Good. Very good political answer. <laughs> what profession, other than working with associations, would you like to attempt? I would like to be an attorney. Oh, really? What kind of attorney? One that does greater good. Oh, I like that. I guess that's what I love about what we do. Yeah, yeah. That purpose-driven part of it. Um, if you could eat dinner with one person, one famous person, dead or alive, who would it be and why? Well, I don't know that she's famous, but it would be my mom. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And because I miss her and because she gave me so much valuable advice that I didn't pay attention to, and I listen a little harder this time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, okay. Oh, that's a great one. I love that. Well, thank you so much for doing this. This was a very fun podcast. I think the listeners learned a lot about AMCs and 
you know, it is a, it's a very different model for association management and, you know, hopefully more eyes will be opened by this. So thank you so much for being on our podcast. Well, thank you so much for having me. As you know, I'm very passionate about what we do and the AMC community. And I just think so many associations can benefit from us and I want them to know about us. Wonderful. Thank you, Tina. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Um, Next up on our podcast series is Kate Temple, Chief People Officer at Bostrom, who has quite a few stories to tell getting our company through the pandemic. (laughs) I'll tune in for that. There you go. (laughs) All right. Bye-bye.